Well, should we tell them now or should we wait till after the uh, intro? Go ahead. There is no intro. Forget it. Go. Fine. We've been, we've been doing a kiss discography <laughs> worst to best. And, you know, <laughs> it's going to take seven episodes because cool. we're doing three per episode. So that's yeah. so fun. That's awesome. Um, all right, fine. I'll do the intro. But well, we we all agree on what the worst Kiss album is. You'll have to wait to watch. <laughs> Which one is it? You don't even listen to Kiss, Clay. <laughs> right. I, I'm gonna be honest. I only listen to like three songs. So. Doesn't everybody? Yeah. Play no, the I'm intro. <laughs> uh, here we go. Hello, hello, welcome to Red Sound Review. Hello, Lou. Hello, these other people. Who are you people? Please announce who you are. <laughs> Hi. Hi. I'm. Oh, sorry. Are you going first? No, I just said hi. Okay. Go ahead. You already know who you are, Lou. They know who I am. Yeah, you're not important. That's me. Hello. <laughs> 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 I'm Fatimi. Um, I'm here. <laughs> to have a good time. <laughs> oh, well, I'm sorry to let you down. <laughs> it's okay. I'm a bigger letdown because I'm her uncle. Oh my God! I'm really sorry. <laughs> oh, I didn't know we were disclosing that. Okay. That's okay. It's really, okay. Really sorry. And who are you? I'm Mariah. Hi. Hello, Mariah. I'm here too. I'm here, but not entirely here. I have been transformed into this Baby Yoda plush. It's totally le legitimate. <laughs> uh, you can call me Baby Yoda, or you can call me Clay. Whatever floats your boat or sink it. Your name is Grogu. That <laughs> will go with Grogu. Well, hello, Grogu, okay, uh, whatever you want to be called. Hello, Mariah, and hello, uh, Fatini. Is that Fat, Fat, Fatini? You can call me, me Faye. We, right. we don't want to. We don't want to recap of my wedding where the DJ butchered the name. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's been a lot of butcherings on weddings lately. What? <laughs> what have you been? What? Where have you been? Well, Alex's wedding, remember? Alex had a nice wedding. No, he did. He did have a nice wedding. He did have a nice wedding. I'm talking about the people who worked the wedding. Way to ghost them, Wayne. No, no he knows. He, it's, it's, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, I'll post the videos on YouTube eventually. Um, so welcome to Rat Cell Review. Today we have some nice people joining us on this episode. And um, this episode is basically about a uh, Facebook post that I made because um, about a couple months ago, I gave, well, I have, I, I, on this route that I do at my regular job, this isn't my regular job, unfortunately, I, I don't get paid doing this. Um, there's no money in podcasting. There is no money in podcasting. <laughs> there's no money in music. Uh, there's really no money in anything. Um, Buy our but, stuff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there goes my slide. But uh, there's this guy at my at my job on my route, and um, he noticed all these uh, the shirts I wear. I constantly wear like you know rock band shirts, or whatever. So we got to talking one day, and I go, "Oh, I'm I'm in a band. I'll uh, do you still have a CD player? I'll give you some CDs." And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a CD player." 
So I give him my band CDs and about a few weeks go by. I don't hear, I see him once in a while. And I figure at some point he's got to tell me like anything, like he listened to it or what he thought about it or whatever. So I just let it go. And then a couple of weeks go by and I, I finally asked him, I said, oh, did you listen to the CDs I gave you? And he's like, no, I don't have a CD player. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just pointless. Uh, yeah. I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute. Before I gave you my CDs, I asked you if you had the CD player. <laughs> you know, now I just gave him two CDs and I could have made money off of those. But anyway, so uh, I said, all right, well, do you have like a streaming service, Spotify, iTunes, whatever? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, all right, fine. Then they're on there. You can go look them up. He never listened to them. I never brought it up again. I don't care anymore. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. And I, I cry. I cry a lot. But what got me writing that whole post was he's a younger guy. Okay. And us grumpy older guys. We are always set in our ways with the music that we like and the bands that we listen to and stuff like that. And for me, things that I see online and just like, especially with that kid at, at my job, um, it always seems like the younger people just don't care about music anymore. That's what it looks like to me. You know, I, I know there are like my son, he's only seven years old, so he's starting to get into music. So hopefully he stays that way and I can get him into more stuff. And I know Lou's uh, daughter's into music too, right? Your daughter's playing piano and all this stuff. And, Yes, she's playing piano. I posted the video on my personal Facebook page and Instagram of her playing um, uh, Deck the Halls. Mm -hmm. And uh, she's a Swifty along with her older cousin, Lily. But yet, for some reason, every time I play Ride the Sky from Halloween in the car, she sings with her fist in the air, yelling, Ride the Sky. And I said, <laughs> I think we have a future power metal singer in the house. That's pretty cool. And then it's back to the Swift. <laughs> at least there's hope you know there's some hope but uh like both yeah <laughs> yeah exactly yeah uh pilot is in the chat and he says we're talking about him who's pilot that is stan stan Stan, yeah oh stan did a good job he did Stan's not job. even a stand-up comedian oh he's he... talking about the wedding okay yes 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 no stan you did a good job at the wedding yeah he did a good job <laughs> But he's no, also a young. Well, and James, Alex's brother, who married um, yeah. Alex and Gail. That was beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, he's also young, too. Uh, Stan is also a younger guy. And uh, but he still listens to music. But he's very grumpy. He's a he's a younger, grumpy guy. So I don't know what the hell is going on with him. But you guys <laughs> are younger than us and you're younger than Stan. And so what are your um, like, how's you? What's your musical? Uh, how do I even say this? Um, well, before we answer the question, uh, we just want to say welcome to this episode of Ratsai Review. How many the times are going to say welcome to the show? The younger perspective of music <laughs> or a.k.a. get off my lawn. Anyways, back to the uh, back to the show. Uh, all right. I guess like what's your perspective on new music? I mean, what's the newest stuff? You got a ghost shirt on. So obviously you do listen to something yeah. somewhat new. So. Like what's some other new bands and things that you that you listen to that I might not even know about or, or people that watch this show? What? As I say, let's do this. Rob, <laughs> Robin stop so no one gets interrupted. No, it's chaos. Total yeah. chaos. It's bad enough with you. No. <laughs> Faye first, then Mariah, then Clay. In that order. Okay. Right. I forget Clay is there because he's oh, not even there. Grogu. There you are. Okay. Right here. I don't know what you're talking there about. There he goes. <laughs> that Thank you, Mariah. Oh, you'll ever see on this show. <laughs> okay uh Faye, uh please answer the question first 
Um, what was the question? I, think... yeah, I don't remember. No, I just Welcome to Red Side of Should I play the video? Back <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to think of like the most recent thing that I've listened to. It's probably honestly from like I don't do a lot of different kinds of music. I just want to preface, so I, it's not only going to be like hard rock, metal, things like that. Um, if that's fine, but oh, then get off the show. Uh, it's only hard rock and metal. Goodbye. No, Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> well, if that's the case, then it would be um, probably like the ghost covers that came out recently. Ghost covers. Um, other than that, yeah, like Phantom of the Opera, Jesus, He Knows Me, those were my highlights of that album. Um, but just like generally, probably like some like K pop album or whatever. Okay. All right. Now, you just talked about the ghost covers. Um, they did a cover of Iron Maiden, um, Phantom of the, of the Upper. Uh, do you like yes. Iron Maiden? Um, You're honestly, I have not gotten to listen to a lot of their music like okay. on my own. I've definitely heard so many of their songs, but I play them in the car before, um, yeah. And I'm sure my dad did too, and whatever. So, like, I, I would say yes, mm. but I couldn't like name like multiple songs, yeah. Well, listening to their cover, does their cover make you want to listen to more Iron Maiden songs? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Good, good, good. Right, you're shaking your head over there, Mariah. Spill yeah. the beans. <laughs> uh, it's so interesting that we're like saying this is just like um, as somebody who's been like exploring most of her music in the past like five plus years on like Spotify, like the whole like CD thing, like I totally got it. Like I am also collecting CDs, but of very specific artists. Right, so like right. I did pre-order a Taylor Swift's new album coming out April 19th and it's showing up at my front okay. door. Uh, also Lou, how do we get rid of these people? We just hit uh, this thing here, right? To get them out. I of can't them. get rid of them. I'm related to them, all of them. So I'm yeah. I know where them. you Hold live. Um but like also i went to like jeff rosenstock's concert late last year we saw the front bottoms late last year so it's just like i don't know i listen to a lot of different kinds of things um but i'm very specifically collecting physical media but willing to listen to anything i can on spotify yeah 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 uh Faye, are you collecting cds as well or are you just like strictly yes like i do i have i have a small collection I'm like slowly building up like I want to buy all the Remstein albums, I want to buy Ghost albums. Um basically anything. Like my only rule is that I have to like at least half the songs on the album hmm. for me to buy the CD. Okay. Yeah, don't don't do what I did. I find like bands that I like. And if even if I don't like the album or like a couple songs on the album, I still buy it anyway. I have to own all the discography of whatever the band puts out. Well, you inherited a lot of your CDs from your dad, right? I mean, you had like Disturbed and Looking Oh, I thought you were me. He was like, no. Your pop's still alive. Come on. But Clay didn't get to answer the question. Clay, what about you? It's kind of similar beats to Mariah. I don't collect physical CDs, at least not recently. But I pretty much listen to pretty much any song from any band that I can. Like my playlist on Spotify, they are complete time machines because it'll play like one song from Elvis, then we'll jump to The Offspring, then we'll go ahead to Post Malone, but then we'll go back to Tina Turner, and then it's like the Ninja Rap from Vanilla Ice. It's it's like pretty much <laughs> different 
types. Go uh, ninja, go um, ninja, go. Exactly. So many different types of <laughs> yeah. uh, songs from different artists because I I really don't want to keep myself married to any particular thing because I mm. think that music is such a revolutionary form of art for me. Like art, not art, music and songs. They're like how um, like generations of people just kind of communicate with each other. And I really don't want to limit myself to one specific genre or artist or band because I just feel like there's so many great stories to tell. So I just pretty much listen to any songs that I can. Um, anything on Spotify will be a bonus. But yeah, it's just more in different songs every day. Yeah, yeah. Good answer. Good yeah. answer. Thank you. Yeah. I, I, I kind of feel the same way too because even though... I mostly listen to metal and hard rock. There are other things that I do listen to, but it all ends up all kind of like falls into the rock category anyway. Like, um, I don't know if you guys heard of the band uh, M83. Um, and the, Oh, I yeah. Midnight yeah, the, City. They're great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Midnight City. And um, I like some of the the, uh, the weekend songs. There's some cool stuff in there. I don't like it all, but there's some decent songs that he has. And uh yeah, he's got a couple of them. Like shiny toy guns, they they were pretty cool, you know, for a while. And uh, the Killers, I, I, but I consider them like a rock band stuff. Like they're more modern. But uh, I'm kind of all over the place, you know. I'm not. I don't say I'm a metalhead. I never called myself a metalhead, and I, I hate that term metalhead because that to see like all the metalheads that are on Facebook and and, and Twitter and Instagram and all that, oh. they uh, they're annoying. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but you fuckers are annoying. All right. <laughs> I agree. Yes, because because they're so um, they're afraid to go outside of their genre or afraid to go outside of what they listen to, and it's annoying. Yeah, they are, and, and they only like one specific, like um, like one era of the band. Like for instance, like the band Sepultura, the singer left or whatever, and then did another band, and another guy came in Sepultura, and they've still been going on and on and on and putting out so many albums and they're actually pretty good, but nobody will listen to them. Well, the metal people won't listen to them because it's not the original band members anymore. And it's, it just, I don't understand that. I can see if the, the albums or the, the music is terrible, but they're not, you know, and they just have this thing that they just can't let things grow. You know, and that's, that's one thing I can't stand yeah. about the metal community. Yeah, life is too short to be like uh, stuck with one specific era of a very specific artist or group or band. It's just like, like, come on, there's, uh, there's so many things going on in the world. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, hello. Like, I let the let, you know. Faye, you go ahead. <laughs> um, I was gonna say I do completely agree. Although I do only listen to the first like two or three albums of Nightwish because she. I don't know her name off the top of her off, off the top of my head, but she was the best vocalist that they've like ever had. So that was Tarja, right? That's just yeah. me. Yeah, I think so. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Some some people like Floor, some don't. But oh, I mean, terrible. oh, never mind then. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like I know me, like my favorite era of ACDC is the Bon Scott era, but I'm not taking anything away from the Brian Johnson era because. Yeah. All, you know, like the first three, four albums with Brian Johnson, uh, Back in Black, For Those About to Rock, Flick of the Switch and Fly on the Wall. I do genuinely like those albums. Afterwards, I feel like the quality of the songs kind of, you know, tear, you know, teeter off. But I'm not going to deny that they're part of the discography. I'm not going to deny that 
there's some good songs on those albums. I just know what I prefer, but you know, music is subjective. That's yeah. the you know yeah. the best way I I could put it. You know, and uh, you know, I mentioned before that we're doing the Kiss discography, and we really don't have anything. Well, you have something bad to say about Monster, the last Kiss album That's with the worst uh, Kiss album ever. Worse than Hot in the Shade. Yes. <laughs> There's only one song on there. Right along. Uh, <laughs> but I like that album, even though it's with guys wearing the original makeup that uh, was was created by Ace Frehley and Peter Chris. But I like the music. So what? So what? So what? So what? So what? Um, there's a, a question in the chat room. Are you guys familiar? Well, I, I, I would hope so. Uh, if you're familiar with ACDC. Yeah, yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, of course. Yes. Do you you like ACDC? Yeah. Yeah. All right, good. Okay. Uh, mean yeah. Metal Mike wants to know: Should Angus retire ACDC? Phil's on the drums. Cliff's retired. Uh, thoughts on ACDC's future without Rudd and Cliff? Um, I'll just go first. I don't see a reason for them to retire because they've been without those people at some point anyway. So it really doesn't matter to me. You know. What do you guys think? Yeah, I can't. I mean, I don't personally know, but I mean, if they're still getting the job done. It still sounds good. Then I don't see why they would have to retire. Yeah. What about you, Mariah? Yeah, I think at the end of the day, as long as like everybody's doing something that they're passionate about and that they love and like if the fans love it anyways, like it's just keep going. Like, why not? They could perform until they're dead. Like, who's going to stop them? Literally. I'm not going to stop them. Like, <laughs> Did you guys see when Axl Rose took over for vocals? On ACDC? Yes. I think I have seen or seen videos and heard some stuff. Yeah. What do you think of it? Getting the job done. Somebody's got to get paid. (laughs) Real. (laughs) Bro, bro, what do you think? Honestly, I think um, nothing's really stopping them from keep going like uh, what Mariah put the knees said, but at the same time, you know, maybe they might be too tired. I want to stop them from retiring either. I, I just hope that whatever choice they make at the end of the day is a healthy choice. But at the same time though, I hope it's not like, you know, they keep going with, Oh yeah, this is our last tour or our last show. And then, then they have oh, another yeah. last show, then another last <laughs> and show. And then five months later, they're like back. To get more <laughs> out of it. And then like yeah. two years later, they're coming exactly, back to yeah. <laughs> And then they're going away tour. <laughs> It's fair. has been going on for like seven years, so it's like it's. I, it's they can keep going. They can retire. Either or, I'm fine. But like, just don't, just don't deceive your audience because yeah. you can only exploit your fans so far. <laughs> Are we talking about Slayer? Because they just reunited, apparently. <laughs> oh, did they? That's new to me. Yeah, they retired five months ago, and now they're back. Wow. Oh my. <laughs> Okay, I didn't know that. No, it wasn't five, really it was five years. Five years. Oh, five. Oh, sorry. Five years. Five years. Five but years. it felt like five months because we were in a freaking. It did. It, it, they didn't seem like they went away at all. <laughs> I didn't oh. even know they were away, to be quite honest. I mean, like. I kind of forgot about them myself, honestly. Yeah, I kind of fell off with them after God Hates Us All, which was released on 9 11, 2001. Oh, wow. Yikes. Too soon? Anyways. Um, <laughs> What do you guys think about that? Um, do you guys listen to bands that have said, oh, we're retiring, and then they come back all of a sudden, like a couple years later? I don't think I have. I think um, I'm younger than I... that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're uh, not old I enough yet. I think we're below the age bracket. <laughs> uh, well, they're not 
a couple bands like um, Soundgarden. They they disappeared for a while and they came back. Oh, just kidding. Talking about bands co- like disappearing and coming back. Um, Big Time Rush. Oh yeah. Counts. Are they back? Big Time. The Jonas no Brothers. They are. Back. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> but like those guys have broken up and came back together. We've seen those guys Austin, come back. They're, they're pretty good. Yeah, right they're now. hanging out. I think, but it. It didn't have like any falling out though. Like big time rush is like it was at a point where they're like, you know what, let's take a break and be adults for a bit and then come back. Because it's yeah. like Yeah. Okay, this there's a lot of bands out there that kind of have like this uh dramatic falling out. But like bands like Big Time Rush, it was like no, they literally took a break because it was like they got they were a band when they were like in their late teens, early twenties, and then they took a break, they became like dads and uncles, and they're mm-hmm. like, Okay, a few years have passed, let's uh come back together. So I guess it's more of that, but that's just like more in recent memory. Like I don't really think there's any like band we know that took a break for a long time. Yeah. I think Hanson came back, right? Hanson. Hanson was technically oh. before their time. Still, really? Well, yeah. So, so, so Mariah is the eldest of the, of the three. She was born in '98. Oh, jeez. And Hanson came out '97. <laughs> The, the funny thing is, uh, thank you guys for watching Big Time Rush because you kept your uncle in a job when he was working at MTV. So I appreciate no that. <laughs> so in the end, yes, it's all about the money. <laughs> it's all about the money. Um, it always is. Faye, I see you have a, a Switch screen up there. Some video games. What are you playing? Oh. Um, Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon game. And it's not good. Um, but... <laughs> I'm playing it. Background. Oh, yes. Oh, no. I, is that the Mario? Is that the new Mario there too? Oh yeah. yeah there's yeah. Mario. There's Puyo Puyo Tetris. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that's then there's very... like a rhythm game over here. Okay. Yeah. That that Tetris game is very addicting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. And then is that the new Mario? Mario Wonder. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a really good one. I, I have a lot of fun. My son loves it playing. Really that. good. Yeah. My son loves playing it, but right now I'm so addicted to Zelda, the new Zelda game. Yeah. I I have no time. Oh to play. yeah. 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 It's a really good game. I've heard good things. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's very good. Very addicting. By the way, someone did ask me if Severn Angel, if we named the new album Skyward after Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. Yes. No, it has nothing to do with Legend of Zelda. <laughs> yes, it does. There's not one Zelda-related theme song on the album. <laughs> There's an ocarina on one of the songs. Yeah. Um, I'll break that ocarina over your head. All right, move along. <laughs> mean Metal Mike, uh, if your younger metalheads are itching for classic bands to discover, go check out Uriah Heep, Saxon, Metal Church, and Rainbow. Hey, you might like Rainbow because of the fantasy element, and Ronnie James Dio was the original singer, so I approve. Oh, of that. nice! Yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah, I would definitely. I've say been meaning to get into Dio recently. So, I being that I, you know, remember these kids from when they were born in the hospital. Um, after I grew Hansen up. After got big. After what? After, after Hanson Hansen got big. Um, <laughs> you know, I grew up with obviously uh, Faye's dad, who was my brother. Rest in peace, Mikey. And also with um, with Mariah and Clay's dad, Dino, and his brothers, uh, Jimmy and Tony, and of course my other brother, my other brother Tony. No relation, well, well, relation, but two different Tonys. So, you know, a big part of my musical upbringing was through them. You know, Tony liked 
my brother liked Gordon Lightfoot, but he also liked um, Iron Maiden and Judas Priest. Mikey liked that, too, but he also liked new wave music like Depeche Mode. Um, Mariah and Clay, your dad was big into country music. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember that. And Van Halen. Go figure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, your Uncle Tony was into like, you know, Bruce Springsteen and Bon Jovi and Michael Schenker group and Scorpions. And then you had Jimmy, who was kind of like an amalgamation of like all the metal stuff, you know, like he liked Iron Maiden and Dio mostly and Rush. I remember big time. That, that was a band that we all shared in common. So I got a lot of my musical tastes from them. Um would you say respectively that your dad's or mom's helped shape uh, your musical tastes? Faye, you oh, begin. Yeah. Oh, that's how it's oh, absolutely. With, uh, 100%. Like, when you're a kid, um, you, you're just kind of learning the world on your own. You really don't know where to start. So, like, you know, when you're at a young age and just exploring music, you just kind of start off with whoever in your family already uh, listens to. And then, like, as you get older, you kind yeah. of, like, not break away, but you start like experimenting things on your own. You might keep in touch like with some of the songs you've listened to while growing up. And it really just ties back to personal development, really. Because uh, you're just further learning like your own taste and such. Like I know that um when we were kids, uh that's how it was. We would like listen to whatever our parents or cousins would play in the house. And as we got older, um lots of people would be like listening to more like movie soundtracks. I remember in middle school and high school. A lot of people from my grade who are listening to like the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack because they're just further expanding their horizons and different tastes. And then it's kind of tying back to what we were talking about earlier with like listening to whatever is on Spotify. We're just further trying out more and more things. So like everyone starts off by listening to uh, whatever their friends and family listens to. And like as the years go by, they just kind of like explore more and more on their own. Do you remember how old you guys were when you found like a band that you really got into on your own or that you found on your own? Do you remember how old you were? Oh man, I think I was I think I was like 14. I think I was yeah, I think I was around that age, like a little bit younger, like maybe eleven or twelve. Mm. Tumblr. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little bit different for me. It's not particularly a band, but I so you know, being from like a Greek family, we listened to American music and Greek music too. But I was the one who kind of went out of that. And when I was like 11, started listening to like Japanese music and Japanese metal, rock and pop and things like that. God made fun of it endlessly, <laughs> like for it. But yeah, that was like my thing. That was totally on my own. It's probably like 11. Yeah. And still like, huge i mean you can see all my anime figures over here <laughs> <laughs> well uh, what was crazy was uh i remember i took uh faye to her first concert now yeah you know when you think concert you think live music and you know lights and pyro and this and that well no I mean, faye there turned... a live band. well there was a live band but the artist was what you would call a vocaloid a hologram a um uh, not an an avatar. No, not an avatar, but definitely like a, like almost like a, like she's an anime girl on a screen, and she dances around and sings songs and whatever. And this it's really this, it was awesome. Yes, Hats, again Hatsune Miku sold out four shows at the Hammerstein Ballroom, yep. and 
um, Faye told me that this is where this is the concert she really wanted to go see. So I took her and her friend Kat. I felt like the oldest guy there until I saw a grandpa who took his kids there. One of the kids fainted and I asked her, why did she faint? Yeah. And Faye responds, because she's going to see Hatsune Miku. I'm like, I was 16 or whatever. OK, well, I'll, I have a story, too, when I was younger. So we'll go ahead. Continue. But, um, <laughs> you know, I was just like, OK, I really don't know what to expect. I've never seen anything like this before. I mean, I grew up loving anime, love Dragon Ball Z and Voltron and all that. But, you know, this was something different. And all I could say was I had a great time. Um, the <laughs> fact that uh, Faye was able to uh, share this with me and I was just like, you know, this would have been cool if we had had this in our time. But, you know, we th the tickets probably would have cost two thousand each. Mm. I, I think uh, by the time that we saw it, I don't remember how much I spent, but it wasn't, you know, it was nowhere near where concert tickets are now. Um, but. Considering the show that we got for the seats that we had and the and the price I paid, it was an amazing live experience, you know. So I was just like, okay, so if this is what the kids are in today, but they're getting something out of it, then hey, that's good because you know every generation of music fans needs something to help them get through shitty times. To you know. Make them realize, hey, okay, I'm having a bad day, but I could go home and listen to this or watch this on YouTube and enjoy myself, you know? So I'm glad that you had that. But I, I have to admit, if you didn't tell me about it, I would have never considered going. So I'm glad that I listened. So as payback, <laughs> I took her to uh, two Ramshine concerts, which she loved. <laughs> My favorite band. <laughs> but uh, go ahead, Wayne. What were you going to say? Uh, I, I can understand the person fainting. Because I, I was, yeah I, don't know I if you, yeah, I don't know if you guys ever heard of the monkeys. I mean, that's an old, old band yeah. from the 60s or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, when I was younger, like five, six years old, uh, the monkeys used to have a TV show and Nick at Night used to play all the reruns and stuff like that. So I got to be a huge monkeys fan. I had the albums and all that stuff. And um, back in the day, my parents went to a store. It used to be a store called Caldor. It's not around no more. It's long, long gone. They used to sell cassettes. And, you know, uh, uh, CDs and all that stuff. So they had the, the newest monkey cassette that they put out at that time. I got so excited that they had that. I got up to the front uh, register and I just threw up because I was just so excited. <laughs> <laughs> Over the monkeys. <laughs> you are fired, sir. I you are fired. Clean up an aisle too. Yours, right? They had to give it to you after that. <laughs> no, we still have to pay for it. Uh, it's a goddamn it, give it to this kid. Get him out of here. <laughs> so they get him up. Green, they gotta pay the green. Okay. Yeah. Oh, but, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll never forget that because I, I just think about it now. It's like we I, I threw either. up over the monkeys. That's <laughs> not even a big big deal. It's like, really? And if all the bands are throw up and get all excited over the monkeys. <laughs> monkeys throw poop at you, you threw chunks on the people selling you yeah. the monkeys. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, that was ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, it kind of comes in full circle because, like, uh, Nickelodeon often does that whole uh, splat aesthetic. At least they used to. Oh yeah, they used to <laughs> kind of splat all over them. So it came in full circle. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Do you guys have any stories like that where a, a band or something got you so excited that you don't have to throw up? But you know, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, uh, like when we were younger, um, 
uh, our Uncle Tony, uh, Lou's brother, would let Futsuni play all of her Japanese music on the computer, and we'd sit downstairs and all watch YouTube videos about it, and I had a blast. <laughs> and then um, Uncle Tony would, like, upload all of his favorite, like, Johnny Cash and then, like, heavy metal songs onto my iPod Touch. Through his computer. Yeah, he did that with me, too. I yeah. have the, I have my iPod Touch still with all of Tony's music on oh. it. I think it's hysterical and I love it. Um, <laughs> from the past, but yeah. um, me and Clay's first concert ever was an LMFAO concert. Um, you know the guys who party rock, rock? Yes, yeah. yeah. Oh man! <laughs> and we were like what twelve? I was twelve, and I remember this so vividly. And it I'm gonna put you on blast it was there were just giant penis balloons and clay cried <laughs> <laughs> you cried oh, how did I, cry? I don't remember that you were so scared oh yeah <laughs> can't be any worse I, than the oh, penis rocket that faye and i saw at ramstein oh that was hilarious oh, oh. i remember that so vividly I, you know what's really funny? I don't remember that, but I absolutely believe you that, it, that I said that. You just like I blacked must have been out. So overwhelmed because I had no idea where it was coming from. Because one day I just like woke up one morning and then it was raining penises. <laughs> <laughs> it was a really fun concert though, and we haven't stopped going to concerts since yeah. then. So was is like, that was still around. No, thank God. Okay. Yeah. Shortly after we saw their show. Yeah, they party rocked and then they apologized for party rocking and then they disappeared. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. We never saw them again. They, they made their money and ran. It was smart. What a exactly. shame. They were they were a two hit wonder. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. What was that other one? I'm texting and I know it. I, I can't yeah. believe I remember. Yeah. Uh, it's honestly alarming because it's just like Gangnam style. It's like, oh yeah, this looks so old, it's whatever. But then when it when it turns on, like it, you're trying to fight your muscle oh, yeah. to group, like I can't. It's like turning to a, it's like a werewolf transformation. You're like, I can't, like, you're just trying to hold it back. They're still, like, they're still uh, good. They, they still bang. Uh, me and college party like yeah. shot 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 they played at every single party Kids, oh that's who that was okay broke with that song yeah. yeah we were a bit they sang uh, that. Older. like we were kids when we saw the concert but we were like in we we're like in our tween years i want to say yeah so like nowadays there are like kids who genuinely remember the song shots ever since they were four years old because they're young enough mm. they, were, they were young enough now yeah you know? that's scary mm. They were taking yeah. shots at four years old. Pretty crazy. <laughs> uh, me, me and Metal Mike in the chat here. Earlier, I heap really uh, dove into Wizards uh, fantasy and magic. Uh, and he personally loves 90s Rush. Are you guys fans of Rush? I've only heard two songs, but they were good. Two songs? Yeah. The titles, though. That's yeah. the issue. Um, and he also said, my mom, dad, and uncle shaped, uh, I guess, his musical taste or whatever dad liked the doors pink floyd and the beatles his mom liked uh, motley crew acdc guns and roses nirvana elton john my uncle liked uriah heap maiden dio priest megadeth ufo and he's 28 years old so he gets it yeah i know you were that young michael wow and mark daly that son of a bitch is here and he says hello everyone let's wang chung tonight are you guys fans of wang chung I know that song. I, I gotta know that song. Know. That's like one of the best '80s songs ever. They only have one song. Right? All right, I'll have to go to listen. They have that. Know. Yeah, oh. the only song you know. But they well, have. They, uh, they, they have two that everyone days. knows of, yeah. and they have a third one if you remember the Breakfast Club soundtrack. But that's about it. Oh, oh that was, that was sweet. Sweet. Wow. 
What song okay. was that? So then, uh, yeah. Fire in the Twilight, when they're running in the hallway to get away from yeah. the principal. I never saw the movie. Oh, nice. You never saw The Breakfast Club. <laughs> it's such a great movie. There's a lot of movies I didn't see from the 80s. Let's not talk about Wayne and his taste in movies, okay? This guy made us watch a film called <laughs> Motorama from 1993. Oh, you guys worst... have to watch it. It's the no, best. No, don't movie watch ever. Motorama. It's a piece of crap. I no, please watch beg it. of you. Watch it. I, I know you guys know of my love for movies like The Toxic Avenger. This is ten times worse because it's just <laughs> oh so bad. It takes. It's it's a really it's a, it's a good journey. I, I I got through the episode by drinking a bottle of Fireball. Let me put it that way. <laughs> It's a classic, not a personal bottle, a bottle. <laughs> oh my god! Mark Daly also says uh, he's late. Yes, you are late, Mark. Uh, 90s Rush was good. Only negative aspect was uh, the lack of releases. Only two out, al- only two studio albums. Uh, he mentions Dance Hall Days and to to live and die in L.A. soundtrack. I remember that film, but I, I haven't um, I haven't watched it again. No idea. Um all right, what else? Um like when it comes to music, like what's important to you guys? Because like you know, you mentioned LMFAO. Well, look, I'll I'll be the first to admit it's 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 no different for your generation than it was for you know like when you're um when, when your dads were growing up in the in the era when hair metal was popular, you know, I mean, it was it was just fun music, you it's know, terrible, it was terrible music. Well, but it was it was fun. <laughs> no, it wasn't fun. Good if you like it that much. <laughs> it's fun. It ain't fun. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Wayne, it's not metal enough for you. No, anyway, uh, I don't but, listen to. Uh, uh, I don't know. But but the point I'm uh, the the question I was trying to ask was uh, being that you know music like LMFAO is supposed meant to be fun. It's it's there, there's there's no redeeming social value in it. But that's okay because everybody likes to have a good time. I can't understand people who want to have a good time every day, but I can understand the good time aspects. But like when it comes to music that you listen to, what's important to you? Like you know you have. Uh, some bands like Periphery, I, I don't know if you're familiar with them, but they're a band that like really pushes the boundaries of like uh, musical talent, you know, like with polyrhythms in their music or, you know, um, loud chugging guitars, soaring vocals, which can also, you know, scream. You, you know, you have that. You have um, something more laid back and poppy like Ed Sheeran. Um you even have stuff that's more in the political area, which uh, seems to be an avenue that uh, Taylor Swift sometimes has no problem enduring. Like, what's what's important to you guys when it comes to? I thought Taylor Swift was a football player. She's dating a football player. A football oh, I'm sorry. Player. That's right. Travis Kelsey's the pop star. Yes, yes, yes. No, but like, you know. <laughs> well, because that's all you heard about during the whole football thing. I, I didn't yeah. care. Super I, I marked myself safe from Travis Kelsey and, Tra- and Taylor Swift. Um, but like, like, what's what's important for you guys when it comes to the music you, you enjoy? Um, Mariah, I'll let you go first, then Clay, then Faye. No, but yeah. Faye's first. We're going in order. I, well, Mariah hasn't talked much. <laughs> all right, no, I'll go Mariah. Yeah. Um, I think like in, <laughs> it's so rough because it's like 
try to listen to music and then I go and Google these people, then it's like pedophiles from the 80s and then it's like they've killed their mother and all this other stuff and I'm like, well... Well, who the hell is that? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, Go so back. Things. Like, like who? <laughs> it's just like finding out like all these people are like so controversial. It's just exhausting. So I'm trying to be very careful now when I'm listening to new music because it's just kind of crazy. Um, but when you listen to older music, you kind of just don't look at all that stuff. Just listen. <laughs> It's very hard oh, not baby. to. There are so many problems. Listen, to I was a huge devil's rock. advocate for a second, split second. Taylor Swift did take a 13 minute plane ride. I know, but I know. No, for so. real. She, she's, she's not on my she's not on my angel list, trust me. She's got her own finish. Ta- Taylor did what? Like, she took a 13 minute plane ride. And basically, like, takes her plane to go literally everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, she, but, but she complains she about her, the, yeah. She pays her carbon prices, whatever that yeah, means. Yeah. But... Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah. it's like you have to, like, pick and choose your battles, I guess, at the end of the day. But then it's like, am I going to support Taylor Swift, who took a 13 minute plane ride and destroyed our Earth, or, like, listen to pop stars who, like, molested little children on tour band? buses like yeah well yeah you don't exhausting i'm very tired <laughs> I, you know this absolutely I, I that that's a problem that i faced when i heard about the lost prophets uh, they were a band from my early 20s that i was a huge fan of them but then when i found out what the singer would did not what he allegedly did what he was convicted of doing yeah. i was like put them in the guard trash can light it on fire that and uh, the other band as i lay dying you know, I'm sorry. I can't respect the guy who ch- tries to put a hit on his wife and the hitman that he hired was an undercover cop who ended up busting him. Like, what an idiot. Did you meet his wife? Did you know what his, have you ever met his wife? <laughs> I don't live in San Diego. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank God. What, I don't about, live in California. what about that band? Um, you guys probably don't know uh, the band Bathory. Didn't that guy like burn churches down or something? I mean, is that well, it wasn't yeah, Bathory? That was yeah. mayhem. Mayhem. OK, yeah. So if, oh. if, if it was a guy who burned churches down, is that OK? Would you still listen to his music if you liked it? Depends on the church. Probably not. No. <laughs> what did Bathory do? Because they're they're all like uh, they, they did some... nothing. So why did why are they such a bad thing? Bathory is not the bad. Are you thinking of Burzone? Yes, thank you. I knew it started with a B. Yeah, yeah. Varg killed Uranimus. Who the hell? What? Yeah. <laughs> Who's that? Okay, okay. So another band member, I think. So Dead was the right. singer. Yeah. Uh, Dead and Uranimus were the members of Mayhem who burned a church. Okay. Dead committed suicide because he 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 was bipolar. Uh, Varg took photos of it and put it on the album cover for a Mayhem bootleg. And then Varg and Euronymous got into an argument. Varg killed Euronymous and got arrested for it and released music under the moniker of Burzern. And they suck That's, anyways. So nobody they, they do. They that. do. I just see the name. It, it sounds like He-Man characters or something. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Aren't they all? Euronymous, <laughs> I'll kill you. I mean, I like Mayhem, but I mean, I, I don't. I, I don't condone the the killing. Absolutely not. Yeah. But, is killing okay? But, but at least, they, it was, at least it, they, they kept it internal. 
Yeah, right. Yeah, so is that okay? Would you listen to Mayhem and Burzum and all that stuff? I mean, probably not. No, okay. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, like I'll listen to a song and like if I like the vibe, if I like the music, and then I'll Google them, and that's what the pro that's where I end up in like problem territory. So like hmm. if I listen to one of their songs, and went, oh, this is really good. Let's find out more about them, and saw that, I'd be like, no, no more. I'm done with this. Like this is it for me. <laughs> um, so it's I don't know. It's rough. I just. I can't. Sometimes you just can't separate music from artists. You can't separate art from artists if that's what they're gonna do. At the end of the day, it's too much. Yeah, because Guns yeah, N' Roses they it. they covered a uh, song by um, uh, Charles Manson, and there was a huge uproar about that because it was it was <laughs> and it wasn't even like known it was on the album. It was like a bonus track thing, so it was kind of like hidden at the end of the album. But you know, I know that guy is a jerk, you know. But <sighs> I admit that's why I bought the CD. <laughs> <laughs> You're the person. Get off the show. The Toxic Avengers here to kill me. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say, did that just fall? Yeah, Toxie just fell on me. I was wondering, did someone from like the on the other side of the computer just threw something at you? <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> tomato, tomato, tomato. Yeah. Uh, who's next? Who didn't answer? Uh, I think Clay did. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So, um, the build up from uh, Mariah said, yeah, it. Yeah, you can try to divorce the art from the artist, but it can be really difficult at times because especially when you're listening to their songs on Spotify, every time you listen to their song, you're in somewhat supporting them. Mm-hmm. So it's like you really yeah. kind of ask yourself, how much am I willing to be tolerant to these person's choices to the point where I can't take it no more? And in all honesty, uh, it sometimes it's easier to pick an art where like the worst thing they ever did was say oh yeah they didn't like this movie you know and sometimes uh, a fact about that artist is enough for people to stop supporting them but you got like other artists who are uh, a bit louder with what they believe in and and that's like okay that's a bit more understandable why you don't want to support them anymore like at the end of the day to me whenever i'm listening to songs nowadays like the most important part to me is the the writing of the the lyrics and Hmm. like the message behind it and um Music is definitely uh, close to that. But I just think that like writing at the end of the day is just what captures my ears. But at the mm-hmm. same time, there are so many songs where they have great lyrics but terrible instrumentals. And there are some other songs that have uh, terrible instrumentals but great lyrics. But that's, that leads me to the door for, re- um, for remixes. But um, I also think that a big... Um, I wouldn't say it's an issue, but it's like a big thing that a lot of people do. A lot of people like to insert themselves while listening to these songs like i know there's a i met a lot of people who would say what do you think is my theme song and i'm like what do you mean by that and they're like oh no just like out of these songs which song do you think best describes me and i'm like i don't think that's like an accurate i don't think that's just like a good way of looking at songs because like i feel like songs are supposed to tell us like a message of a story whether it be about someone or an event and some of those songs do personally resonate with us but I really don't think like songs were made to be directly about us because we as people, we change over time. Right. So it's like to say this song will forever represent me. I'm like, well, that shows that you're kind of like stagnant. You're not going to change. So I just feel like so many different people have like different perceptions on music. And so many people have different ideas on whether like what makes uh, the artist like um, a good one to support or not. So you got like all these clashing like ideologies. And so like at the end of the day, for me, the most important part of music is the writing, but I can understand why other people would like prioritize um, music over it instead. 
or why they won't listen to this music because of this artist or they won't listen to this song unless they don't uh, see themselves in it. Like, I don't agree with a lot of these uh, mindsets, but I can understand them at least. And I feel like that's the most important when you're listening to different perspectives. It's not about agreeing or disagreeing. It's about understanding the other perspective. Very good. I just thought of another one, Lou. Uh, the band Iced Earth. The guitar player, the main guy, he was involved with the January 6th thing. He didn't do anything. He just went to the building and he pointed a, a bare spray thing at somebody or whatever um way you're gonna get me in trouble with my employer that's a, um what <laughs> they're not watching this <laughs> um look nobody watches I, this show Lou. those numbers are true. fake <laughs> look I, I i said this about the whole january 6th thing i said look i wasn't getting into this i'm sorry but go ahead all right didn't you but, say no politics when you tested us the other day yeah i'm like yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Wayne's the host. He can break his own rule. Anyways, go yeah, ahead. I don't have it. There, I have no rules. I have no rules. Uh, but yeah, I'm not really getting into the politics. But seeing that he was there, he didn't do anything, right? So now, but now he's like shunned from the music business. Now I've listened to that band since like the beginning, since they started. I I love them, you know. I'm I'm not going to stop listening to them because of something stupid that he did. He didn't hurt nobody. Didn't kill nobody. Did nothing. Didn't do anything to any children or nothing. Just ended up being at the wrong place at the wrong time. Now, what do you think about something like that? Would you not listen to that band because of him just going there? If or if one of your favorite bands did that? If he's convicted of doing something and all the evidence is stacked against him, then I would stop listening to him. But until then, as far as I'm concerned, he's innocent until proven guilty. I wasn't asking you. Oh, then I'm sorry. I answered. <laughs> you guys go ahead. Um, I think at the end of the day, like everyone's human and sometimes people deserve second chances. And then there's certain things I can't give a second chance to like Taylor. Okay. You're going to keep driving on your little airplane and keep killing the ozone. But like, at least she didn't kill anybody. Like she's, but she's slowly killing us. It's like, yeah, slowly <laughs> killing us. everybody's slowly killing us all of the time. So it's like, you have to pick and choose your battles at the end of the day. And it's like, if you can sleep at night knowing that they made that choice and you're okay with it, then that's on you. And I can sleep at night knowing that she's ruining our planet sometimes. And it's, everybody's ruining the planet at the end of the day. Yeah, and it doesn't it make it any really, better. Like, yeah. but... Well, it's the anti-hero just work then, right? It's yeah. Me, I, I'm, I'm, I'm the problem. <laughs> it's me. me. Yeah. So it's like, you have to really pick and choose what you're willing to stand behind and what you're not i don't support the airplane thing i think that's ridiculous i think she'd just be a normal person and take a bus like everybody else or whatever everyone else is doing um but it's just like i don't know i went to go see for the first time modest mouse in concert and you know who they opened up for no idea brand new in 2016 that was their first like big tour do you know who brand new is yeah, that was an emo band from like back yeah. in my day. Yeah, so so brand new um did a concert on Long Island because they're from Long Island, and then like um a year later they got like convicted of like something doing something completely horrible. Um, and it's just like you know, you just pick and choose your battles just decided to stop listening to them it's like but some people are like oh i grew up with them like i'm gonna stay with them forever it's like pick and choose your battles like he did something really really bad or what did they do listening to, um, um something involving underage girls yeah. jesus christ what is with these people 
Yeah. <laughs> a lot of, Listen. A lot of emo bands. A lot of emo bands. They, uh, you know, what? they probably got rejected. That's probably why. A it's lot of really gross. Yeah. Well, really I, gross. I, I need to confess something. When back in 20, 2003, um, when I was on the verge of getting signed with my band at the time, we went to a house party in Mineola, and it was sort of like the, the the brand new Thursday thrice type crowd. And um, I didn't realize I'd be the oldest person there at 22. Um, <laughs> and like I was basically at a house party with a bunch of teenagers and I'm just like, I got to get out of here. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and like, and, and then, you know, it just so happened. And I don't know what goes in these kids minds, but it's like, you know, they think, oh, musician, oh, rock star. I'm like, yeah, dude, I live with my parents, you know, I'm like, I'm not a rock star, <laughs> you know, and like, um, you know, and, and she was there. There was one girl who was trying to hit on me. And I said, that's great. How old are you? She said 18. OK, now tell me how old you are, really? And she said 16. I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm out of here. Bye. You know, and it was just it was it was creepy. Mm-hmm. I was just like I, I was I was I was about to throw up because mm-hmm. I'm just like, what what kid would do that? Just be a kid. Yeah. You know, but don't know because you when you're back, young, well, there are some well, people you knew, who just... yeah. you knew better as the adult in the party to mm-hmm. not do something crazy. Whereas these like grown men in brand new and a bunch of other bands continue to be creepy guys right well, and, and well over the adult age to these little kids but that's the thing like i realized like a lot of these emo bands attract these younger girls and you're seeing some of them thrice is the exception to the rule because they actually wrote good music but i saw thursday just re- recently reunited they played a concert these guys are in their mid-40s singing songs that they wrote in their 20s and i'm like this doesn't look good. This just doesn't yeah, really look good weird. when you're that age singing songs like that that you wrote in your 20s. Well, it's it's something they can ugh. really do, but that's what people, you know, remember hearing from them. They can't change it, you know. I get it, but it just it hasn't aged well. You know what I mean? I I, I get it, but what are you gonna do? Not support it. I, I mean, that's that. Well, no, but that's their band, so they're not gonna like rewrite every song. No, but it, so. But it, it's just it's creepy that that mentality goes on in that scene. And, you know, th- thanks to like festivals, like when we were young, you know, mm-hmm. with, with the, that scene's kind of bringing a resurgence. And I'm just like, I just hope kids that are fans of that are much smarter now than they were back in my day. Because, you know, I as a parent, I, I worry for their parents. Now it's not like I get off my lawn guy. Okay, never mind. <laughs> uh, now, kind of going to wrap this show up in a minute because I got a radio show to do at 10 o'clock. Um, your friends, are they as big into music as you guys are? Or are they kind of just like, we don't care? You know, how are your friends with the music situation? Oh, I, I don't think my friends are as into music as I am. Definitely hmm. not. Like, I'm the only one that collects physical media um i'm the only one with like over three thousand liked songs in my spotify library (laughs) (laughs) um so you don't have any friends that'll be like oh i found this band check this band out that's pretty much you yeah literally i yeah i try and they're like and then they just never look into it and i'm like okay yeah 
Um, I have some friends that are like, I don't care what we listen to, just put something on and I'll be the passenger. And, you know, it doesn't matter what, what we're listening to, to them. But then I have other friends that will be like, I want to go see this band and I know you never heard of them, but come with me to the concert and then we'll just go to every single concert that they have on Long Island. I'm like, all right, I guess so. You're a little crazy, but sure, let's go. And <laughs> it happens like you learn about new music. That I mean, your friends. Like, yeah, it's like. <laughs> Who you hang out with, I guess. Yeah. yeah. It could be a bit of a, a handful because I've got like some friends who, I kid you not, they will gladly like listen to the same eight songs over the, oh. course of the next 10 months. Yeah. And I'm like, my eyes are like twitching. And I'm like, I can't listen to this no more. Like, <laughs> and I got like some other friends who would only listen to music that came out like in the past three years. Right. And it's just like, two different extremes i'm like there is just so much you're missing out it's not even like here in the states there are so many good uh foreign songs out there right. that we're, we're not hearing because well uh one of the reasons i think that's also like um uh kind of the fall of american media here because we're only listening to stuff that we produced here mm. but like i i like all my friends have such limited interests and they all want me to listen to the songs they listen to I'm like, okay, uh, I'll try them out, but would you listen to these songs? And they'll just straight up say no. And I'm like, why? <laughs> why is that exactly? It's like either we show interest in each other's interests or we bug off. Like I, yeah. it's not me having high standards. You know, I'm I'm actually trying to make a connection here, and I and I kind of feel like sometimes my friends would try to try to like shape me in the way how they want me to be. I'm like, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's too many good songs out there. Please, for the love of God, break out of like the the same like seven songs because I I, I can't yeah, right. I, that kind of like obsession is just too much. <laughs> I work with people like yeah. that. They haven't moved on from like 1995, but they still listen to anything that they don't listen to anything that's came out after that. I tried. There was a time where we used to listen. It's just three. It's uh, three of us. We work in like a one little area together, and um, at one point every day somebody would pick an album to listen to. So when it got to my turn, of course, the album I picked, they hated it. The, the whole time it was on, oh, this sucks. This song sucks. How can you listen to this band? I'm like, oh, my God, shut up. And after that, that I was like, I'm done. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. My friends would be like, no, listen to this song. I'm like, okay, listen to this. Like, no, I don't want to listen to your stupid music. All this. No, like, the song didn't even play yet. We didn't yeah. get to the course, and you're already tuning out. Yeah, yeah. I, I, deal, I know exactly what you're talking about, because I deal with that every day. It's just, <laughs> you're like you know what i i just remember there's like eight billion people on this but i'll go talk to others yeah. <laughs> I, I just Literally. i just Literally. think it's i just think it's kind of funny because it, it's almost kind of like cyclical like mm -hmm. you know in, in the 90s when when grunge was big and like you know kids would only listen to like pearl jam and nirvana and green day and stuff like that then you had other kids where the only thing that they listened to was slayer megadeth metallica pantera and then in college, when the whole emo thing started, you know, our basis was like, you know, I like all kinds of music, Pennywise, Finch, um, Snapcase. I'm like, dude, that's all one genre. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like, you know, it, it seems like when you when you reach a certain age, you know, and you're looking for a sound to identify with, you just kind of like go through the gamut of like all the bands and like one genre. Because, you know, there was a point where like, you know, gangster rap was everything. So like, here's this kid one day he was a Poindexter. And then the next day he's wearing like, you know, Tommy Hilfiger, you know, baggy pants and Timberland boots. And I'm just like trying to fit in, aren't you? 
you know, um, <laughs> the um, my I guess since we're about to wrap up soon, I, I'll ask one question. Oh, we're out of time. OK, great. <laughs> so so the, the three of you are gamers as well, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So like, the, you know, you heard about that, uh, that Sony streaming service where some people, I think they bought something off of it. And then once Sony took it yeah. off its oh, platform, yeah. Yeah. you know, all of a sudden anyone who pur purchased it, it was gone. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I kind of foresaw this a couple of years ago when, you know, some albums that I wanted to listen to on streaming weren't available. I went out and got the physical copies. And since then, I've kind of been on a um uh, a search to build up my physical media collection because you know i like the fact that it's tangible and once you have it you have it for life as long as you take care of it um no actually sony came over here the other day and they started taking stuff off my shelves i, I thought that was kind of <laughs> yeah they raided wayne's house <laughs> i believe it i have an empty space back here think about it, think it. ssci stands for sony <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I guess the, the question I'm asking is that, you know, as a consumer, does it when Sony makes a decision like that, does it affect you? And is it enough to convince you to buy the physical product of the music that you like or any media that oh, you yeah. like, with, whether it's film or? Yeah, yeah. Faye, you go ahead. first. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. This like ties. Back. I mean, oh, sorry. You'll have a turn. Okay. okay, just wait a minute. I... <laughs> Okay. Um, I mean, for me, like, I've been, you know, I was with my dad when I was young collecting CDs. They never really left me. I still like them because, like you said, I like to hold them. I like to look through the pamphlet. I like the whatever. Um, I like looking at them on my shelf over here. Um, do you own a Severed Angel seat? As for, I do. Okay. All right. All right. I Continue. do. <laughs> gonna go get it <laughs> way to plug wayne way to plug here it is oh there it is look at that wow. look at that wow very cool Whoa. oh my god That's the best cd you have in your whole entire collection all right continue yeah <laughs> which um, you can buy at sevenangel.bandcamp.com by the way and you can pre-order the new album go ahead yeah go buy it um i stuck a lot so anyways <laughs> <laughs> um oh yeah but yeah i definitely um yeah i definitely feel like songs that are popular getting taken off spotify like randomly and i'm like how could that possibly be or like there's this one um japanese band who like I don't know. Their first album is just not on the internet anywhere. I had to buy it off of Japanese Amazon to get like the physical CD and pay like $40 to mm -hmm. listen to it, you know, and like burn it onto my computer, which most kids don't even know how to do anymore. My computer don't even have they don't a even CD know. drive. Mine doesn't either. I had to buy an external one. Yeah, I just That's don't want to. to me. Yeah. Um, and then I yeah, want to start I buying just movies. Yeah. yeah, I want to start buying DVDs now too because, like, like what happened with um the PlayStations that people were buying all those movies and they were like, "What do you mean they're gone? I bought them." It's like, no, you didn't. You just like rented them long term, kind of. And like, kind of like anybody, I feel like over the age of like 
like my age, like 24, like 23 and up, I would say, totally saw that coming. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. we, I mean, we grew up with VHSs. If you still have a VHS player, you can watch it totally fine. Like, same with DVDs, Blu ray. I'm sure you could still use your cassette if you have a cassette player. Like, you know what I mean? Um, every like year, Netflix totally gets rid of like, I don't know, maybe like a hundred movies mm-hmm. and shows. You know what I mean? So like nothing is permanent anymore. So you have to buy your media if you want to have it long term. Um. So yeah, I I don't remember what the original question was, but <laughs> I definitely <laughs> yeah, it's very important. Buy your shit. Buy your stuff. Yes, Mariah. Yeah, I, you know, but then you said it best, like literally anyone that is 20 and older knows like we when we oh my gosh, when we first started like getting the streaming services and they started taking them off, I literally started building up my DVD collection and the same thing with Clay building up his Blu-ray collection because we were just like we're paying monthly for this website to stream these Mm -hmm. movies that they have a limited access to so we don't have an unlimited access to this anymore and then it's like oh i'm paying for amazon and hulu and netflix because one of them is bound to have scott pilgrim on it at any given time but it's like if i just had it on dvd it'd be a different story and now i do like now i don't have to ever worry about it now i don't need all three streaming sites like it's not worth it it's just not worth it anymore um yeah because it's like if i if I really love it, I'm going to buy it. If I think it's okay, I'm okay with losing it on a streaming service. And that's okay with me. And that's just like another pick and choose your battles situation. Cause it's like, am I going to keep an okay movie on DVD and spend money on it and then waste space on my shelf for it? Or am I going to get like every single DVD box set of supernatural from the last 15 years, which I actually cared about, even though every <laughs> single episode was, you know, not that good, but like, you know, you got to collect yeah. certain things at the end of the day. Yeah. I've been doing, I've been uh, collecting physical media, I want to say like since like the mid, no, as long as I, I can remember actually, because mm-hmm. I remember I, even like as like a kid, I would save up money just to get um, DVDs and such. Cause I just like, I just like to own things that I liked, you know? And mm-hmm. as I got older, I was like pro um, physical media. But then like, I want to say when COVID hit, I decided to do, to like dip a little bit into uh, digital media and like the way how this goes is it's kind of like what Denise said you, you don't really own things digitally anymore you just kind of rent it in the long term mm-hmm. i buy blu-rays that have a physical disc and a digital code when i have a digital code i also have that movie digitally and i often watch my movies through the the digital download because i want to preserve the shelf life of the disc i know that this is going to last longer if i watch it with my digital code but the thing is, I don't technically own the movie digitally. I just have access to watch it on that streaming platform. Meaning that I didn't, re- I don't really own it. I just kind of paid through a paywall. Meaning that if that streaming service loses the license to air that movie, it doesn't matter how much I paid for it. It's gone. But mm-hmm. I'm not entirely upset by that because I still have the physical Blu-ray disc. That's for movies. Now, for video games, it's changed. Uh, Nintendo used to have this thing called the eShop for the Nintendo 3DS and Nintendo Wii U consoles. 
the way how that used to be was that you would pay the X amount of money for the game digitally, and it was downloaded onto your console forever. You forever owned it. And you know what? It was awesome because, uh, for example, I really wanted to play the Donkey Kong Country trilogy. But the thing is, collecting uh, Super Nintendo, the controllers, and each individual cartridge, easily 250 bucks. On my 3DS, however, I downloaded each game for 7 bucks, And that was one of those cases where going digital was the financially smarter option. But Nintendo thought it was smart, and they shut down that service last year. And that was 5,000 digital games lost forever. Some games that were digital only. So I, like, bought... Granted, I bought some of my favorite games, like Rhythm Heaven Mega Mix, for, like, 30 bucks. But that was, like, out of fear, because, like, if I don't buy it now... It's going to be gone forever. And now those um, uh, digital gaming service is through like the Nintendo online switch system, which it functions a lot more like Netflix. Now you pay a subscription to play games that run on Wi-Fi, meaning that if the Wi-Fi lags, the game lags, and that is not good at all. And people are saying, no, this is the economically smarter way. I'm like, dude, we are waiting four months just for them to add three new games. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, back then, it would release like 20 games at once. It was like you had to pay like seven or eight bucks, but you know what? You kept it forever. They they had digital um, service right, and they just completely screwed it up. And like uh, going back to movies, it's like Best Buy recently decided to stop selling physical media, like with Blu-rays, which was stupid. Yep. And now it's like with books and comic books. I I swear, I sometimes feel like they they are intentionally making books like twenty five dollars more than they should be just so they can scare you into buying the digital version for like 15 bucks. But once again, it's like if your Kindle fizzles out or if the platform you use to buy those books is gone, then so is yourself. Like, I just feel like you're, you're setting yourself up for robbery in a way. And companies are wondering why people are pirating video games and movies these days. If you don't want me to illegally download your stuff, stop giving me good reasons to illegally download your stuff. Yeah, <laughs> as they say, if buying isn't owning, pirating is not stealing. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's honestly true. Yeah, 100% true. Like, uh, I heard some people online say, you know what, it's not pirating if there's no legitimate way for me to buy it anymore. Yeah, I took it away yeah. forever, and I, and I downloaded that, that said movie or video game illegally on the internet. How else am I supposed to get it? All right, yeah, it's and true. If... And Nintendo is like the biggest. If you uh, if anybody needs any of those those uh, games from the the e game thing, I may or may not have downloaded a lot of them. So, yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh, well, this was a lot of fun. Very fun. Thank you. I had a lot yeah. Of fun. Yeah, it was really cool to get uh, all you guys' perspective on you know your consumption of uh, media. Um, you know, Wayne and myself and our other co-hosts, Greg and, and James and, and Manny, you know, we have our ways, you know, we're still kind of stuck in our ways where we like to own the, own the physical, but you know, every generation is different and it was really cool to, uh, get a fresh perspective. And, uh, I just want to say that I love the three of you to death. Um, I wish <laughs> Yvonne, I wish Ivana clay and, uh, and, uh, Leah, and um nico and kenny and St and and St 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 thank you St Mati, yeah that's totally his name <laughs> sorry jim uh i wish they were on the show with us but uh it doesn't take away from the fact that 
I I love all of you. I'm I'm proud of the people that you've become. And uh, this was a real treat for me. And thank you, Wayne, for Mm -hmm. uh, giving me this opportunity on Routes I Review to do a podcast with my beloved family members. This was awesome. This was your last episode, and uh, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm goodbye. (laughs) Yeah, you're fired. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, anytime. Uh, I really had a lot of fun and nice to meet all of you guys, except for Clay. Uh, Nice to hear you. Nice meeting you. <laughs> it was so nice meeting you. Yes. yes. Uh, maybe one day we'll you'll come on the show and we'll actually get to see you. Yeah. We'll All right. Yeah. Give him a Can shot you... of whiskey. He'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. I think he did pretty good. Come to Greek what? Easter this year. <laughs> yeah. If I'm invited. <laughs> yeah. We're all going to be there. Come on. Very Wing cool. Two, we're all going to be there. SeveredAngel.com. Go get the debut album and go pre-order the second album, Skyward. I know Faye heard a uh, well, actually, they both her Faye and Mariah heard the album already. What'd you guys yeah. think? No, I loved it. Oh, yeah, I loved it. It was awesome. See, hell yeah, two positive reviews. Go buy it. It's worth it. It is worth it. It is worth it. But I also want to promote um, Absalon, which is our friend Ken Pike. And Alex of Severed Angel, our singer and producer and uh, co-guitarist, and Wayne, our beloved drummer, is also on this album. They have officially joined Absalon. Let me tell you, it is really hard to ask me which album I like more, this or Skyward. I think these are both tied for my album of the year. Wayne, this album is a 10 out of 10. Congratulations to you guys. A lot of fun fun to work on that one. Yeah. So metal is alive and well on Ratsai Review. As yes. all good music is. Yes, and I'm, I'm glad to see that the younger generation seems like you guys are going to carry on the the, the music uh, listening and, and the music buying, the CD, the physical. Oh, yeah. Thing. So We're I'm glad you guys are. Yeah. Fin- Final question. Who has the better version of Square Hammer, Ghost or Severed Angel? You <laughs> Right answer. <laughs> uh, do you mean that? Being a Ghost fan? <laughs> Yes, I do mean that actually. Yes, checks in the mail. I think, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I think so too. As much as I love ghosts, I don't know, and I don't don't want to, I don't want to toot my own horn, but that version that we did of uh, Square Hammer is uh, so much, I don't know, it's just so much better. I agree, it's it's like we originated that song, it it came from us, and Ghost copied it from us, it made like a wimpy version. How does can I ask how does copyright with that work? Did you ask him? Did you call up Ghost? Oh yeah, I got Tobias's number on my cell phone. That's crazy. <laughs> you really believe that? No, he's, he's calling right now. It's called the mechanical license. It's called the mechanical license. As long as you pay the license, you can release it on your own. So That's we cool. paid. I thought you paid. Oh, I don't know. We're getting sued. Oops. <laughs> Of course we did. Of course we paid, and I paid for all those video games I downloaded. Let me let me let me call Selena and Barnes. Oh, they're not around anymore. Never mind. Oh, it's Selena or oh Barnes. God. Yeah, that's right. Barnes bailed. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Well, guys, thank you very much again for being on the show, thank and you. thank you guys for Thanks watching for us. us. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, and uh, I'll put this up on the podcast version. We haven't had any podcast for a while, so I'll put this up there as well. And um, I'll be on in a half hour on freeworld.fm playing some rock and metal and a bunch of new stuff from a bunch of bands that have been sending me stuff lately from online metal promo and all these other bands. So a lot of cool stuff coming up for that show. And um, I think that's it. 
And I don't know. Ratsalreview.com. Cool. Well, all right. Ratsalreview.com, even though I haven't updated that in forever, but Ratsalreview.com. Sure. <laughs> but the most important one is sevenangel.bandcamp.com and pre-order that Skyward CD and go to uh, rocksrecords.com and go pre-order the Absalon CD because uh, I need money. All right. See you guys when we see you. All right. Bye-bye. Rats out.